Good morning, everybody. It's good to be together, even virtually. Uh, today is the last Sunday of 2023. And if you've been with us for a while, you know that it takes an incredible team to execute and put together our weekend services every week. It takes about 70 uh, dream teamers or, or volunteers to uh, make a Sunday happen at Mosaic and Amanase Cristiano. So between worship teams and greeters and ushers and tech teams and nursery and and uh, preschool and kids church and, and the list goes on and on prayer teams and security and safety. And so once a year, we like to take all of our dream teamers and give them a Sunday off, just a Sunday to rest from the work that they're doing in the house of the Lord and to say thank you to them. And so today happens to be that Sunday. And so, but, but we didn't want to miss the opportunity to gather together, to learn from God's word. And so today I've asked my daughter, Marissa, if she would bring a message about stepping into the new year. Tomorrow is, is now 2024. It's, it's January 1st, 2024. And so in, in preparation for that and kind of to get our minds ready for it, I asked her if she would come and share a message with us. So um, would you please welcome Marissa Sanchez. Good morning, Mosaic. And it is almost the new year. And I can't believe it. Here in just a few short hours, we'll be ringing in 2024. And as I think about the new year, something that I like to do is think about how I want this year to go. Like, what do I want to happen this year? Who do I want to be this year? And that can feel a little overwhelming um, because I know what I want to happen this year. I think, I think I know how I want this year to go, but I don't know how any of that will happen. I have big plans and big dreams and big hopes, but how will any of that happen can feel pretty overwhelming. So then it makes me think, and I just heard this message by Pastor Greg Rochelle about how do we make a good year happen? How do we make a good life happen? And I would say to you today that it's through each and every decision. One decision at a time is how we make a healthy, happy, productive, loving year happen to which one year turns into multiple years and then creates a good life. It is one decision at a time. The only problem is, <laughs> is that we're not the best decision makers as human beings. Paul writes in Romans 7.15, I do not understand what I do. For I want, for what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And that's us. That's me. I want to save money and I want to plan for the future and I want to invest and I want to have, you know, do certain things with my finances. And then here I am spending more than I should have, making not the best decisions with my finances. Or I want to eat mindfully. I want to eat, like nourish my body well. I want to be mindful in what I eat every day. And then here I am eating more than I should, eating things that maybe aren't the best for my body, make me feel lethargic. I want to be somebody who speaks truth and life and is a positive person with my words. And then here I am being a part of the gossip, getting sucked into conversations I shouldn't be a part of. And it reminded me of this that the quality of our decisions determines the quality of our lives. The quality of my decisions determines the quality of my life. And one of the best ways that we can live forward-thinking, people-loving, God-honoring lives is through 
deciding what we're going to do before it even happens. It's called pre-decision. So we pre-decide what we're going to do when we're faced with a certain situation, any situation really. And one of the ways that I like to read the Bible is by reading Proverbs. Proverbs was written by King Solomon, and he is considered to be one of the wisest people to ever live. He is um, somebody who wrote Proverbs. And if you've ever read Proverbs, it's like bar after bar, <laughs> right? Like, like wise word after wise word. <clears throat> and King Solomon wrote in Proverbs 16.3, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Commit to the Lord whatever I do, and he will establish my plans. And so when I think about that pre-decision, about you know choosing what I want 2024 to look like. And when I think about committing to the Lord, whatever I do, <clears throat> and he will help determine my plans, I think about the pre-decision part in our lives and in how we choose 2024 to be. So for me, I tend to lose my temper kind of quickly. <laughs> I'm somebody who might fly off the handle kind of quick. I'm somebody that when I stub my toe, it's not just like a, it's like a, oh my God, so bad, you know, like I'm kind of an overreactor, kind of somebody that tends to uh, get worked up easily. That's me. That's, that's your girl. And so when I think about 2023, that was something that I decided to work on this past year. I said, I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be somebody who flies off the handle. I don't want to be somebody who people like tiptoe around, right? Because they don't want to make me mad. So I've been working on it. It's not perfect. I'm not great, but I've been working on it in 2023. So as I move into 2024 with this idea of pre-decision and still wanting to be somebody who is slow to react, um, my pre-decision response might look like this. When something frustrating happens, I have pre-decided to count to 10 before I react, right? When this happens, I pre-decided that I'm going to do this. So when I'm already late for work, when I can't find my keys, when my son can't find his shoes, and, and then as I'm walking out the door, my bag gets caught on the doorknob, <laughs> instead of losing my mind and having a full body reaction, I'm going to count to 10 and just like cry quietly to myself. <laughs> but truly, I'm going to choose how I respond. I'm going to have self-control over my emotions. Or I have pre-decided that in 2024, when I'm driving <clears throat> and somebody cuts me off, I'm going to pray that they go to heaven instead of screaming at them to go to hell. <laughs> um, and so we can pre-decide how we want 2024 to go. We can pre-decide that we want to be somebody that instead of harboring resentment and anger towards our friends, our family, our coworkers, our neighbors, we're going to be somebody who forgives and who communicates. We can decide that instead of <clears throat> focusing on what we don't have in 2024, we're going to be people that focus on what we do have. We can pre-decide that when we want to impulse buy and spend a stack at Target, we can wait three days and decide if that's something we really need. We can commit to the Lord whatever we do, and He will establish our plans. And so sometimes, you know, wait on the Lord and He will establish your plans. Commit to Him. That sounds very arbitrary to me. Like, commit to the Lord. To me, it's like, okay, 
like how how do i commit my plans to the lord how will he establish my plans and so this is how i look at it how i've you know come to grow in my faith and this is how i think of those things when you commit it to the lord and he'll establish your plans so i like to follow jesus's teachings little sidebar around new year's i like to read the sermon on the mount matthew chapters 5 through 7 it's basically jesus's introduction to Christianity, to being a Christian, to be a Jesus follower, to being someone who follows Jesus. And the Sermon on the Mount introduces the Beatitudes, who Jesus thinks that we should be if we are going to be somebody who follows Jesus. Sidebar, read that. It's really good. It helps me kind of focus for the year. But when I'm looking at my life and I think, okay, how do I want 2024 to go? I focus on the teachings of Jesus. I focus on how he wants us to be loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, kind, good, gentle, faithful, have self-control. And when I focus on those things and when I live my life with those virtues in mind, I've noticed that my life is much more loving and forgiving, that I have more joy, that I have more peace. But it's when I become overwhelmed and stressed and I forget to focus on the virtues that I want to hold, that everything becomes chaotic. And when things are chaotic, those pre-decisions that I've established for myself go out the window. My kid spills a cup of orange juice. He's four. He's going to spill a cup of orange juice, Marissa. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. But when I'm overwhelmed and chaotic and I haven't chosen to focus on those virtues, my pre-decision of count to 10 goes out the window. My, my son spills a cup of orange juice and I fly off the handle, right? And that's not who I want to be. It's somebody I like to look at. A beautiful example of pre-decision life is John, the Apostle John. John was a fisherman when he met Jesus. So he was doing his trade, living his life, being a fisherman. Jesus meets him and says, stop doing this. Put your job. Follow me. And that's kind of a big ask to ask somebody, quit your job and come follow me for the rest of your life. But John made a decision. And then every day he had predecided that he would follow Jesus faithfully until the end. And that's exactly what he did. He followed Jesus throughout his whole ministry. He followed Jesus through his crucifixion to the cross. He followed Jesus through his resurrection. John was one of the first people to get to the tomb and see that Jesus' body was gone and he had been resurrected. He followed Jesus all the way through John's entire life. John was one of the last living disciples. And he honored and followed Jesus by spreading the gospel his whole life. And so when I think of John, I think of this, what he wrote in 1 John 3.24. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit he gave us. So John is encouraging us to live in God's commandments. And that if we can do that, if we can live the life that Jesus has laid out for us, that Jesus hopes for us, then he will live in us. And we'll know that by the spirit. And you'll know that when you look at your life and you feel like you have a spirit of joy, a spirit of generosity, of fulfillment, of peace, of unity, of community. This is how we will know that we're living our lives well. When we can take a breath, look around, and notice that our life is less chaotic, less stressful, less greedy, and we're more joyful and generous and loving.
So this year, in 2024, I pray that you pre-decide to live the life that God intended for you. That you that this year is full of blessings and fulfillment and love and joy and so much peace. I pray for good health. I pray for good relationships. And I pray that you have a great rest of 2023, what we have left, and you have an amazing new year. And we can't wait to see you next Sunday. As we go in now and step uh, just about out of 2023 and into 2024, uh, we're going to pray that God would help us to have that same posture as John, that we would pre-decide how we're going to act and how we're going to react. And so uh, let's pray. Father, we, as we as we close out 2023, for some of us, it was a great year, Lord, and, and we're, we're excited about it and we're looking forward to another uh, year. And for some of us, it was a difficult year. It was a challenging year. And we are glad to be done with it. Either way, Father, we now reset our hearts and we settle our commitments and our convictions. We are going to pre-decide to follow you. That whatever happens to us or for us or against us or whatever, Lord, we're going to trust you. And we're going to pre-decide that we are going to serve you, follow you, and honor you in 2024. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for being so good to us. I pray uh, a great uh, passing into 2024. Keep us safe until we gather together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, don't forget that today is the last day of our legacy offering. This is the week of the year where we give away 100% of what comes in in our offering. And so we're going to be uh, giving it away to a number of different nonprofits here. And we're actually going to be doing something new where we're going to be giving some of it to nonprofits here in our community that are making a difference. And then we're also going to be doing a lot of missions work and a lot of exciting stuff. So if you like, if you haven't had a chance to give yet, uh, there's, uh, you can see down at the bottom, this is, that's, you can go to our website, you can give on our app, or you can follow the link below. Happy New Year, everybody. We will see you next week. Can't wait to see you.